Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of It All Happened. This is Vanderpump Rules Season 11, Episode 5, Lake It or Break It. And I first want to start off and apologize for this extremely late outing of this episode. I just got back from Miami. I have Zach Wickham on with me today. Hi, Zach. Hi, guys. And Zach was in Miami with me. Just to be totally transparent, I did Air Sculpt, and I'm very stoked about it. But you, I, I will share that journey with you on another day and time. But we are currently sitting in my bed post-plane, and we're going to podcast right from here. Literally just dead to yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah, that's how he is. And there is so much shit going on in the Bravoverse this week. It is absolutely wild. And we are going to touch on a few of those things, a la Jackson Brittany and also this Rachel lawsuit. But we're going to touch on that at the very end. So let's just get into the episode first. So for me, this episode felt a little bit like a commercial for like another show that Lisa might want to have later. I, I, I totally get that vibe too. Yeah. Like, it's almost like dropping the, oh, the wolf and the let's go to Lake Tahoe. And then all of a sudden, there's like people working at a restaurant in Lake Tahoe and it's a totally different show. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Lisa's smart. Like, she's very smart. It feels like something that could happen in the future. But for me, and I, I get that I'm totally biased based on my years on VPR, but it didn't feel like the VPR that I knew and loved. But it's probably because I'm judgmental. Well, it's well. You're a little biased, and for good reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, the show is not the same without you. Let's be well, it's real. It's a very different show. It's a very different show. Um, but I also feel like this season, just with everything that went down last season, 
you know, and especially the reunion part one being the most watched episode in Bravo history, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, that fans are, they want all of Scandaval to happen again and again each episode. And right. I feel like <laughs> because that's not happening and we're kind of still dealing with the fallout, right? people are just kind of like, oh, well, nothing's going on. But everyone, again, remember, like, and this is to just back my friends up who work very hard on this show, showing their lives. And I, we said this last week, and I think even the week before, but this was filmed only a few months after they picked right. up cameras again. So, like, essentially, all of the Kardashians, they're, they're filming almost a full year. I can't even imagine. Um, so, really quick thought. Why does Sandoval still wear this damn lightning bolt necklace? I was going to say the same thing. I I I don't know because maybe at this point he's still like that's his homage to like hey well I'm gonna call her Rachel which it still pains me because I just always think of Rachel O'Brien every time I know. but um I think it's like his way of kind of being like oh look I was staying true for you like like she's not on the show so she's not on the show but here I'm wearing my lightning bolt for you to me it feels like he's making a statement so anyone who listens to this podcast, probably follows me on Instagram or like, you know, whatever, follows me in general. But I loved my damn evil eye diamond necklace. It was my staple. We started making less expensive ones for James May last season because it's what I wore. But guess what? My ex gave me that. Therefore, the second we broke up, that shit came off my neck faster than you could blink. And that was over. And so for Tom continuing to wear this lightning bolt necklace every single day, just it feels like a statement to me. I don't know. Well, I feel like he's still, at this point, I think, was still thinking she's going to come out of rehab. We're yeah. going to be together or we're going to figure it out. Maybe. I Honestly, I don't even know what was going on behind the scenes with them. But like, totally. maybe that's what was going on in his head. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe. Or he just wants to piss everybody off by wearing it because it was <laughs> such a big deal. And so he's just doing it as a fuck you to everybody, which also could be why he could does it. Could be true. Because Two things can be true at the same time. 100%. It's one of my favorite things to say and yeah. remind people. Okay. So Lake It or Break It, this is the Tahoe part one episode. Also, wait, can we also yeah. just mention... Who comes up with these titles? Because sometimes I'm just like, guys, can we just call it episode five and just not try to name it? Because No, you have to name it. It has to be punny. It has to be witty and cheesy. Okay, well, they so need to when find I someone podcast, new then. <laughs> I can say, lake it or break it. Okay, so number one, just shout out to the VPR editors once again. The drone shots are just phenomenal. But we essentially start with Katie and Ariana and something about her. And they're driving, talking about something about her. And someone pooped on their patio. And Zach, I'm wondering, yeah. did you or someone you know leave the Abbey and poop on the patio one night? <laughs> well, number one, I would never poop on their property. Like, uh, I love them. So, um, Does someone you know n- accidentally take a giant shit on their patio? <laughs> no, but I'm probably sure that it was somebody. There's so much. I feel like it was a drunk say, person. Yeah, it could have. It could have. Yeah. Or there's the homeless people are just everywhere that, you know. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's a drunk. Pr- I, yeah. Unfortunately, okay. that happened. So Katie and Ariana talk about the fact that they're not going to Tahoe. And Katie's like essentially saying like Schwartz. I agree with this. Schwartz is such a people pleaser. 
He doesn't want to leave anyone out, so he invited everyone. And Katie's like, I'm unsure if Tom even really wanted everyone to go. And I totally agree with that. And one of my favorite things is I did watch the after show for this episode. And uh, producer Jeremiah says like, okay, so you guys didn't go to Tahoe. Like, why didn't you go to Tahoe? And Ariana goes, oh, we were really busy. And Katie goes, yeah, I was going through my sock drawer. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't watch it, but that's (laughs) hilarious. I mean, if I were Katie and Ariana, I too would clean out my sock drawer over this Tahoe trip. So I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, what people have to realize is it's still way closer to the actual Scandaval coming out, the affair coming out and everything than you feel like it is because now it's a year later. I mean, even if it were today, there's no way in hell Katie and Ariana are going to go on a fucking Tahoe trip with the Toms. Well, that's very true too, actually. I think in a year and, from now. And it's now, fair, yeah. Yeah, screw that. I, f- I feel for them and they made the right decision. They were going to have way more fun here than filming with those people. Not all those people. I like some of those people. That was rude of me. Okay. (laughs) So next we hit up Allie's house with James and Graham and the cats. Per usual, I don't have a whole lot to say about this, except Allie made a statement, and this is the dog mom in me, but she said, she's like, you know, I've only always had cats, but when you have a dog, it's like having a kid, like your life changes. Totally fucking true. One million percent true. And I'm not going to talk a lot about their animals because it's not my place and I don't really care. And I think I want to get into this a little bit more when we talk about Rachel's lawsuit because she brings up some things about Graham that I don't know how I feel about or believe. But I think they're like scared about having the cats around the dog and all this stuff. And honestly, like any cat will kick a dog's ass. My dogs fuck with cats all the time and they get their asses beat. Mm-hmm. Dogs will learn. You have to allow animals to figure it out on their own, much like human beings, like let them stub their toe, let them get scratched a little bit and they'll figure it out. I think this is more about Raquel Mm -hmm. than it is about, do we have a dog around the cats or can we handle a dog? Maybe Actually, I don't know if they can handle a dog. If you're a cat person, you probably can't. But I still feel like it was more about Raquel. And I appreciate Allie being very honest in her interviews as a cast member and saying, like, we got rid of her. Now I still can't get rid of her. (laughs) That has to be really fucking hard. It has to be just so annoying. So annoying. So annoying. Yeah. Any hoosies. So let's go to, oh, we have Tom and Tom shopping and Schwartz says he's in his Adam Sandler era. I'm sorry. He's been in his Adam Sandler era since he's been born. Like he since always, I met him. Yeah. Like he's always I worn. I love Schwartz and I do Adam too. Sandler but era. I'm like, don't call this your Adam Sandler era because right. Adam Sandler is your, it's your life, not an era. Yeah. And Schwartz doesn't need to buy a Which $500 shirt <laughs> to prove who you know he is and also that 500 dollars shirt was not mm, it wasn't no, even that no. cute yeah not at all in the spirit of self-care today's sponsor one skin is here to help you simplify your skincare regimen founded by four phds dedicated to skin longevity one skin proves you don't need a complicated routine to achieve better skin their topical supplements make it easy to help your skin stay younger and healthier without all the extra steps the secret OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. This means healthier, younger-looking skin with fewer lines and wrinkles, reduced age spots, and stronger natural barrier, something that's especially important for this time of year. Your skin does so much for you. Return the favor with OneSkin. 
For a limited time, our listeners will get an exclusive 15% off their first OneSkin purchase using code DOTY when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using their face and eye cream for a while now, and let me tell you, they are the dynamic duo. I love how light the moisturizer is and how moist it feels all day. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They create next-level skincare. Legit, you guys. One Skin is more than just skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code DOTY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code DOTY. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show. Tell them that we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with One Skin. So they're obviously talking more about Rachel, Raquel, talking about her being in this facility. I don't know if we want to call it rehab or whatever they call it these days. But it's like, once again, with Sandoval, man, it is driving me up the wall. Bonkers. He's like, Schwartz reveals that his friend, Jesus, shout out Jesus, love you, babe, um, that Jesus had texted him about Rachel's big reveal that she's changing her name and like taking her power back. Lord, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you're not Cher, you're not Prince. But Sandoval responds and says, yeah, I knew about that. It wasn't my place to reveal that. It wasn't your place to reveal that Raquel wants to go by her normal name. It's like not that big of a reveal, dude. You guys are not Beyonce and Jay-Z. We aren't sitting on pins and needles wondering what Raquel wants to go by. (laughs) Yeah, and also nobody knew that the reveal was coming. So yeah, of course you're not going to reveal it because also it's not that big of a deal. I'm just saying, yeah, if Sandoval had said to his friends, like, yeah, well, Raquel and I have been talking and she's decided she wants to go back to her legal name, which is Rachel. No one's going to (gasps) go. It was scandalous. Right. For me, it wasn't right. An aha moment when I found out her name was Rachel because I was never close enough with her to know that that was her legal name. But now we've known this for a year. Why are we still talking about whether Rachel, Raquel, what name she wants to go by? It's exhausting. It's just like, Lord, come on. It wasn't your place to reveal that. Like you revealed that she has like a sixth toe or like two vaginas or like something. Something that actually matters. Yeah. But it, but that's Tom's whole shtick is like, you know. Uh, We're sitting on the edge waiting. Yeah. Well, and he's like, he's like, oh, you know, he makes it more like he was being a good, like he was being the good person in this. The and, good oh, boyfriend. I knew. Yeah. I knew because obviously, you know, we're so close wow. and whatever and we're together and I was protecting her. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's almost <laughs> yeah. like he's trying to, you know, play that up and it's like, dude. Like, no yeah. one's believing it anyway, she, so she this is not helping. Me, she told me she was going to go by Rachel, but I just I had to wait until she was ready to tell the world. Right. It's like, <laughs> okay. Well, thank God we all know. But guess what? I still call her whatever comes out of flying out of my mouth. Right. <laughs> it's usually Raquel. And then also the whole blue-green text situation <laughs> was hilarious to me. Tom's like, Sandoval's telling Schwartz, you know, one day I'm texting her and it's green. And then the next day I'm texting her and it's blue and I can see the confusion on Schwartz's face match the confusion in my mind where I'm like, did you mix that up? Cause now she blocked you. Schwartz just kind of looks at him and Sandoval says, no, like I think she like got her phone back or her phone's finally working. Right. And 
methinks she had him blocked and then finally either got a new phone, it unblocked people, or she went, uh, whatever, okay, I'll, I'll just unblock, unblock him. him. Yeah. That's that's where my mind went. It like Sam I'm Paul's- sorry, I don't see a green unless I know you're one of like the three friends that I have that has an Android that just you know we hate you. that we we can't <laughs> stand we don't understand why you won't convert for us. Um, I'm definitely like a cult leader with that. I'm like, please convert to my religion. I'm done with this green text. Yeah, we can't do group chats. It just you can't it hurts. change group chats. You can't add people or or le- like delete people. You can't give the group chat a name if you have an Android. I mean, it makes me irrationally angry <laughs> at so many people I love. So I really need to stop doing it. But that's exactly where my mind goes. Anytime I'm I ever see something go green unless they're on a flight that i know they're on then i assume they have blocked me or like something's going on if their phone typically turns green unless you're fighting right if you're fighting maybe they blocked you if you're not fighting then their battery died they're out of service yeah they're on a flight something of that nature and tom sandoval just makes this whole green to blue text thing just everything about he and Raquel just seems so like grand. Like everything is like, oh man. It all has such yeah meaning. beauty and meaning, meaning and like it. yeah, and it's like no, dude. And or sure, it, it does have meaning. It means she blocked you. And, then, well, and we all know like this whole season and before the season and being Schwartz's friend, he has repeatedly articulated that he went through a lot too. That. He doesn't want to keep Sandoval to keep going down this Raquel rabbit hole and like digging himself a hole and making things worse. So Schwartz is just sitting there like listening to this for probably the 40 millionth time in the last week. Exactly. Like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Like trying to Mm -hmm. be sweet. Mm -hmm. Also, Schwartz is then like talking to Tom about going to Tahoe. And I can feel Schwartz saying like, I am looking forward to this trip. Let's leave everything behind. This is going to be a happy trip. Let's try our best. And looking to Sandy Sandoval, like waiting for him to be like, you know what, Tom? Yes, I agree. And I really owe this to you. I owe it to you, Tom, being my best friend for putting up with all this shit. Exactly. I owe it's it to so you easy. to try really hard. And instead, Sandoval's just still making it about Sandoval. It, it, it is kind of mind-blowing because it's like I'm all about second, third, fourth chances mm-hmm. with people because I do believe that in general people will try to be better, will learn from their mistakes, and everybody's going to make mistakes and then make them again and make other you know mistakes right. again. I agree you with have you. We have to put the, you know, the human back in humanity and like get over this type of cancellation without education or like growing being able to grow and learn from a mistake. Like right. it, it makes no sense, you know, I even when agree. we go down that no, road. No, I like what but, you're saying with this because I agree with that even with Sandoval and I think – and I know what you agree with me on this, that the problem with Sandoval is that he's not growing or changing he's and he's, not he's just it. constantly doubling it's a down. Loop. It's a, it's a, it's a loop. And like you, or we get to like a peak and I'm like, Oh my God, maybe he's going to get it. May- oh, now mm. I, I'm, I'm starting to feel like, okay, we're, th- Oh, there we go. We went back and now we're down the rabbit hole and Oh, but James, you, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what how did we get back here and then even this episode i'm just like dude it's, i'm waiting you're for never th- just going to be able to say i did all of this to you all period no but yes i'm waiting for the scene where he gets like a glittered lightning bolt tattooed on his forehead 
dead. Waiting for it. Anyway, so now we go to another shopping scene. Not brushing our teeth this time. We're shopping a lot this episode. And it's Brock and Sheena shopping. And this, by far, has been my favorite scene of this entire season. Brock and Sheena have been my personal favorite people to watch. It's not because I'm friends with them. I'm not even as close to anyone on this cast as I used to be, except maybe Ariana. But number one, Brock is hilarious. And I love that in the beginning, he's like, Sheena's looking through her like extra small bikinis. Goals. And Brock's like, I have party pants to match her. Like, hey, Luke, listen up. Uh, See how Brock's been um, her accessory? it's (laughs) It's couple goals when it comes to them, honestly, because like, I always want if I have a boyfriend to match, uh, to match. like I want you like to for a party. It's fun. Exactly. Or uh, um, we well, love a good theme. Yeah, we do. And so I love that he is so enthusiastic about just like those type of things. And yeah. he is just such a great support and such a great partner. And, yeah. and what I really loved about this scene, which will continue on in Tahoe, to me, they have the most real authentic conversations Absolutely. and relationship. Yep. And on the after show, Sheena talked about like her confidence or lack thereof when it comes to her mom always being around since the day Summer was born because her mom obviously raised Sheena and she raised Courtney and did a wonderful job. But Sheena explained on the after show how difficult it has been for her to feel confident and comfortable having Summer by herself because she's always nervous she's going to do something wrong if her mom's not around. And then that's what we're seeing as Brock's point of view is like, Sheena, you got this. Your mom is great, but you don't need your mom. And I just think the authenticity, the vulnerability, and the reality of their relationship and their hardships and the communication that they have to overcome these things right in front of our very eyes is like pretty fucking impeccable. I also like that Sheena is very honest about this postpartum OCD, even the OCD she had before it was postpartum. And it just made me emotional. It made me really appreciate both of them as my friends, as a couple. And also I think the viewers, I really hope that the viewers like see that as well. I think they do though, because I mean, granted, we know them personally on Mm -hmm. a different level. So we see it through a different lens than a fan would. But at the same time, like we can feel that raw, and we see what we're seeing behind the scenes now people are getting to see on screen and it is I think it's really great and and you're right I would rather follow that storyline there what they're doing and what they're going through than I would some of this stuff they're pushing on this season I totally agree with that as well and just as a personal note to be honest, as Sheena and Brock's friend. There have been times, because I too am really sensitive like Sheena, Sheena and I are both very much people pleasers at times, and there have been times where I've wondered if Brock's approach with Sheena was too much for sensitive Sheena, but personally, now that I'm with Luke, the the avoidance that Brock kind of forces Sheena to face, I think is really fucking incredible. Well, I think that's- And very healthy. It's very healthy, and it it complements yes you it might cause like friction or like maybe a fight or a a conversation more mm-hmm. in that moment but i think it makes them stronger yeah because of it and i i definitely see that with you and luke yeah let's be real like oh you, i'm like avoidance fucking 2.0 when it comes to things that i 
don't want to deal with or that stress me out or that like I'm sensitive about. And Luke's like, you can keep running away from this shit all day long or we can face it head on together and communicate about it. And I think because I'm in that relationship that I think is incredibly healthy, I'm now able to see that side of Brock where I'm like, oh man, you guys are really fucking great for each other. Yeah. And I think also just side note about Luke, I think he's an amazing communicator which mm-hmm. you've never had before correct you've only had babies <laughs> that you've dated which is you know just really fucking weird we're, and hey, they're we're terrible. watching two of them on this season <laughs> oh lord yeah so okay let's get to tahoe so now we're at lisa's photo shoot with the wolves the wolves were oh my god they're beautiful it's so Very so cool. precious so for me there's only one thing that made me feel i guess a little weird Obviously, Lisa's like, oh, Oliver the wolf, like, you're so beautiful. I named the restaurant after you. But her grandson's middle name is Wolf. Pandora's son, his name is Theodore Wolf Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I was like waiting for the moment where she was like, "Oh, I named the restaurant after my grandson. Wow. I wonder if she just wasn't thinking or maybe she really did or maybe it really was just a wolf that she yeah, was inspired and by. Yeah, in Tahoe. I don't know, right. but for me, I was just going, it's the second I heard what it was called, I'm like, oh my God, her only grand, like grandchild thus far and his middle name is Wolf, but no mention of that. Or maybe she said it and they edited it out. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. We don't know, but that is that is funny that... Yeah. I, I didn't just know that. Surprise. But what a beautiful photo shoot. Um, and then we get to the Tahoe house. I'm sorry. Tom Schwartz's rental house. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. Tom Schwartz. What a great job you I did know, on he, Airbnb. Yeah. Let's be. I want Tom Schwartz to plan my next vacation. 100%. <laughs> Schwartz, you want to like, you can plan all of my shit if you, that's what you found because that water looked amazing. But it kind of just starts off with Sandoval just making awkward shit more awkward. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in, instead of having conversation because when you fuck up we all fuck up you have an honest conversation with someone you show true empathy and remorse or or you show true remorse for what you did right and then you can move forward and start to build the relationship past that every single time he never gives people a real apology and not to jump to the very end with like him talking with James. I'm just like, he can never just say, you know, I really fucked up. I fucked up everything, blah, 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 blah. He always has to find like the caveat to it. It's always making things about him. It's not like, Hey, you guys, I know this is, I don't know for me, I guess I've been in these situations. And if I were in that position, And I decided to go on this trip and film with these people and knowing this is going to be awkward as shit. Maybe it's just an announcement of, maybe this is the difference between Sandoval and I, but maybe it's like some sort of like, maybe not announcement, but some sort of like conversation of, I know this is fucking awkward and I do really appreciate you guys. And I'm going to just try to do my best to make this as joyful for everyone as possible. Kind of mind my P's and Q's. Is it fair that maybe he has to walk on eggshells? I mean, maybe, maybe not, but that's the position he's put himself in. Exactly. And I felt like all of his announcements were about himself. Like he wants to talk about his like newfound quote unquote sobriety, like temporary sobriety, but also, which, is, which is wonderful which is because great. he found that he wanted to do things without vices backing him right but he didn't he didn't say sheena how have you been or like lala how have you been and maybe they wouldn't want to respond maybe they weren't ready for that but just stop being like let me tell you all about me 
let me tell you all about how I've been doing. Let's talk about me some more. And it goes back to him and Tom Schwartz and the store talking. It's like, how are you not realizing how you affected so many different people individually? And especially Tom Schwartz financially, Mm -hmm. like you basically destroyed his source of income. When Tom Schwartz was going through the hardest year of his fucking life in every way possible. In every aspect of yeah like just every way possible and i just felt like he was like almost looking for like a round of applause or a pat on the back from everybody exactly oh my god that's actually that's what it is yeah he's actually looking for the oh good boy you did okay you what yeah like like, we feel for you yeah we feel for you no no sorry we still don't yeah, like, like we feel for you in the way that like okay you're yeah, a human you you're messed human, up you messed up we do feel bad that like the world came for you like and, and we're here did. on a trip where we're not shunning you and ignoring you and we're, and we're making not, an effort right. like they made an to to do that all of those people had to suck up mm-hmm. every you know every ounce of like frustration yeah frustration and just be like okay I'm gonna do this and they did and he didn't. There was never once where it almost felt. I guess he he did a little bit. He did bit, a little but, bit, but not to but the degree end, that I thought he could have. It would end with like a, but I've been going through this, but my life has been so hard, and I, that just frustrated me a lot. Same. Um. So then Lisa shows up with Graham, and that's I don't. Do you have anything? I to mean, say about all that? I all I have to say is, I guess it was his dog too. So I guess you're getting your dog back cool but i don't know i'm not that attached to like obviously i can't keep anything alive so that's (laughs) why i choose to have no animals no plants no anything i just find this i guess maybe it's just a personal thing it i just find it odd this giant storyline surrounding graham right and maybe it's because i've read the lawsuit from rachel I don't know. We'll get to that. But Graham shows up. He's in Tahoe. He flew on the private plane. Good for Graham. Yeah, good for Graham. He's living a better life than us. (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, Tahoe looks so beautiful. I, fuck, I want to go to Tahoe. I mean, again, just shout out to the camera operators. Looks gorgeous. Um, I hope they had fun. But then we get to... Katie and Ariana. Katie and Ariana. At Ariana's house. um, Talking about the house. And Ariana is FaceTiming with Lucinda. I don't know if they said that that was Lucinda or if anyone remembers, but Lucinda is their decorator. Um, She did. did, Oh, they did. Okay. So she did not only their house, if everyone remembers, she also, you know, did the restaurant and did shorts and Sandy's and they're just going through the house. And I'm glad that they took a moment because I don't know if, if you remember this, Zach, but when Tom and Ariana first bought their house, whatever season that was, but there was this whole spiel about like, they don't even have furniture. Oh yeah. I like remember. they don't even have chairs to sit on. And as a previous homeowner who spent way too way much too money, much. very, way too much. very quickly yeah. and didn't take my time. Something I always looked up to Ariana for was the fact that she did take her time, but their shit really was very custom and very expensive. And, and it's very some- made for that house. Yeah. So I don't know. It took a lot of time and I'm glad that they took that moment. So all of the people in the Bravoverse and social media that are looking at all these way too many fucking lawsuits that are happening. Oh my God. Um, that oh my Ariana God. said like, yeah, if he wants the house, I'm maybe, maybe coming to a possibility of, of considering that, but what he can have at the walls. 
he not all this furniture that I bought, which is really fucking expensive. And anyone who owns a home knows that. So I just fault for her. Yeah. My favorite part is when Lucinda was like, yeah, um, the Lego artists <laughs> can actually just rework him out of this. I'm like, that is the greatest thing ever. I wish... You and I were talking about that, and I and I was like, I personally would never have a photo of my, like, a portrait of myself in my house. And I'm the exact opposite. And I feel like maybe I'm one of the only people that would never have a portrait <laughs> of myself. I feel like almost every cast member and friend of mine on or off television, they do have, like, some sort of grand portrait. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like looking at myself. I know. And Luke tells me every day, like, why do we just have photos of like Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. You have no no photos of yourself (laughs) in this entire apartment. We have three Polaroids up in the dining room. Yeah. I don't know why. Whatever. You talk to your therapist about that. (laughs) Seriously. And then we're, so then we're back in Tahoe, back to Sheena and Brock. And just once again, I got real emo during this scene, guys, because they had a very honest, very healthy, raw, communication the communicative like conversation they were listening and talking to each other and wanting to just make things better and enjoy the one vacation that they don't ever really get to have i just thought it was so beautiful well i just love them together they're just so good together and I just, they I love Brock. Each other. Yeah, exactly. This is a Brock and Sheena stand podcast, guys. <laughs> um, and then we have Schwartz like, oh man, I haven't had a bee sting since 1996. So I'm going to pour some whiskey on it it's, and then drink some from a shelf. God, it's so, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just Schwartz so at his best. I know. It's like, it's just, he is in his element at all times. And yeah. it makes me so happy. It's like one for the bee sting and one for Tom Schwartzy. <laughs> <laughs> You get it, Schwartz. You you do you, Adam Sandler. You Ugh. be you. I love you for who you are, man. Okay, now we're at Lisa's Restaurant Wolf. And the first thing you said, Zach, when we were watching this, you go, this was so hard to watch with like their demolition swings. It was so <laughs> painful. Was it because they're not chip gains and they sucked at swinging it or because of what they were yelling out? Well, no, because like everybody, you know, like when Sheena did it, when Tom, well, Tom's was just sad, but Schwartz's, Schwartz's was oh, just yeah. sad. I Schwartz like, said, Stop. I'm single and 40, <laughs> which, like, which I wanted to touch on real quick because in the after show, he was talking about his apartment and why he didn't go all out. And like, he's like, I have designer friends and like people I could do this for not very expensive and make that apartment a home. But he was like, to be honest, I have no equity in this place and I'm paying what I paid. Like my rent is the same as my mortgage and I don't want to get cozy here. And I felt that in like the, the deepest, deepest part, of, your part bones. of my bones. Yes. In my soul, in my core, I get it. When you own a home and you no longer own a home and you move into an apartment, yes, I like to nest. I too like agree with Tom. Like you want to have like your plants and like you want it to be cozy, but I'm not trying to make this shit like a forever home. Yeah. So You're I just totally trying to make understood. It livable to move on to the next thing. Like yeah. the next place. Yeah. I just I, f- I fully felt Well, you've said that multiple yeah. times when you moved in. Yeah. And when you sw- even when you switched apartments to like a slightly better apartment. Mm-hmm. You you said the same thing. And I felt the swing of 40 and single before I was with Luke. I really, you know, 
post breakup with my ex-boyfriend Alex before Luke and, and I really became a thing and like fell in love. I really felt that like, what the fuck? I have to start over again. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's such bullshit though. Schwartzy, I feel you, man. But I felt like Schwartz's and Sheena's, like is there they're just doing normal hits on Sheena's the wall. Was funny. Restraining order. But like but hitting the wall normally. And then Tom or Sandoval comes in and does it. And he's fucking is he in the is trying out for the Olympics? Why <laughs> sir? Like we don't nobody cares if you swing hard, don't like come on, dude. And like then it gets stuck. And then it's just like that it's again that next level of awkward that Tom brings to fucking everything. Right. And, and it's Brock, just like well, and why? Brock says, put thought behind your actions. And then Tom's like, La la smack. So what your thought behind your action was you wanna hit Lala? Right. I mean, I know I'm being the way I'm being right now. Of course, he doesn't really want to hit Lala. But no, my point but- is, at no point, why couldn't he say, instead of worm with a mustache, right? He should have said, I don't want to be just a worm with a mustache. Hit the wall. Yeah. Or like, why did I create Sandoval? Scandoval, sorry. Hit the wall. Instead, he's just going, all the things that people say about me, I am mad about. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm very self-deprecating because... I know what my flaws are. Yeah. I know like and you just make them funny and you roll with them and you take responsibility for who you are and and your totally. actions. With him, this is another moment where it's like here is your chance to use this moment to say something like you just said. But no, he does it in just the opposite way where yeah. it's like you almost had it and <laughs> you just lost all of us. Yeah. Like w- Okay, dude, you're yeah. you're still not. It really, it. you're right. It was his opportunity in front of everyone to, to just, be self-deprecating. Instead, he just left out those important parts of like, this is what I did wrong, and I'm mad at myself for it. Yeah, no, I'm mad at everybody else. I'm mad at Lala for for calling me calling out. me whatever she called him. James, I, I'm uh, mad uh, at Charles Jan- Manson's son. Oh yeah, Charles <laughs> Manson's. That's hilarious. <laughs> Which I mean, hey, it's if the shoe fits. Very accurate. Um. And, you know, whatever, like, warm the Dude, really? Yeah. Really? That's where we're going to go with this? Ugh. It was, yeah, it was cringy. So now we're at dinner at Wolf um, and awkwardly sitting at this family dinner once again, discussing Tom and Ariana living together. And, I mean, Sheena said it all. She goes, if they want to move on, they need a clean break. End of story. A clean break. Nothing's going to happen while they're still living together, filming this fucking show together. People trying to force them to converse. Like, it's not going to happen. But the clean break needs to be they don't live together. And as Ariana's friend, I just, I back her on everything going on with that mess. Well, yeah. And that's, you know, and uh, I wish they could have a faster clean break because, you know, when you own a home together with somebody and you and you have all this furniture and you have all the, yeah it's not simple and it's no. not easy and you got to like it's super messy and very frustrating and i can see why even you know i can even if i don't didn't know tom very well i could see like being stubborn and being like well it's my house too my confusion with sandoval is that he makes a lot of statements whether it's like in an interview um, outside of Vanderpump Rules or what he says on the show, where it's like one day he wants to buy Ariana out and the next day he's like, I have a negative bank account. So like, which one is it? Right. And I think that's where I'm like, then just fucking sell the house like she wanted to. And also, not to 
you know, go into like his deep financials, but their house also went up in value and he's now going to have to put that on his, like on the mortgage, Mm -hmm. like, cause obviously he's going to buy her out, but not with cash. It's going to be, you know, with a loan. I mean, can he, I mean, can he even afford that by himself? I don't know. That's just a very large expense. So it's very confusing to me. Exactly. As a viewer and as someone who like reads the news about him and his interviews, that he does, whether it's like I said, a podcast or like the New York Post thing or whatever. But he's like, I don't have a negative bank account. And then he's like, I want to buy her out. Right. <laughs> like, and he took out money out of their house to to open shorts and Sandy's. Yeah. So it's like very publicly. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Math ain't mathin'. <sighs> math ain't mathin'. Yeah. What a fun family dinner. They always are. Wait till well, you guys see the valley. <laughs> and then, and then to have. Tom be like, hey, James, can we talk? And then even in his little interview bite, he was like, James being a child, but I know what he's doing. And I don't like to ever give James credit for anything. But I was like, James is, James is just avoiding you, dude. Like, yeah. he's not acting like a child. And then you go over there. And I've ne- I don't think I've ever said the words, James is the voice of reason, ever. And yet he's sitting there being like, like staring at Tom, giving Tom every chance to just take ownership and accountability, not just, say just but. Just shitting out of his own mouth. Just yeah. the, just the shit is just coming out. Like, yeah. you know. Well, riddle me this. If they weren't on this show together, would they be friends? Would they even give a shit about this friendship? Because I don't think so. I felt like this whole talking up their friendship, maybe, yeah, in the past. But truly, if they were not filming this television show together, I don't think they would think about each other at all. Yeah, that, that's what I think. That's I my mean, opinion. I agree. And I'm so tired of Sandoval. Once again, he did this in the after show. He did it in the episode. He's done it in the episode multiple times. Rachel and I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Oh, and no and shit, you dude. Don't, and um, what did he say? Oh, it was just you don't know. Like we couldn't do it. It was more complicated than that. But no, it's not. And here's my thing. Even if you cheated with R- Raquel mm-hmm. for however many months. Just tell Ariana or just be like, or at some point four months in, that is when you're like, okay, this is going forward. So we need to break up. Just do it. Because like, I get that you built this life, but you're not happy. It sucks to do things that suck, but sometimes you have to do it. Absolutely. It's not easy. It doesn't feel good to hurt someone. It doesn't feel good to end a relationship, but this is Tom's fucking MO. And Nick Vile made this point on his podcast like abundantly clear over and over like to Tom's face Nick and Natalie both were saying why didn't you just end it and be a man why wouldn't you and he'd be like well because it's not that easy dude no shit yes it is it's, well it's, it's not it's that never easy. easy it's not easy but it's also what you did but so what life can be hard sometimes you have to make hard choices sometimes and instead you chose... No, he wanted his cake and eat it too. Of course. And he never thought he was going to get caught. And he thought... And he was going to be able to talk his way out of it. Yeah, he thought he was... He never, ever thought he was going to get caught. He never thought he'd be in this position. Yeah. What I wrote down was like, why won't he just be a man and like end it and like fess up and blah, blah, blah. And what I wrote down at first was because he can't. And that's not true. He chooses not to. Well, and I think... Is because he never wanted to be with Raquel and he just wanted like I, maybe him and Ariana just weren't connecting like physically or whatever. And he just wanted and he was like, oh, here's this person that, you know, is like, unfortunately, Raquel's kind of one of those people that is very much like, 
oh my god like you're like you're attention so yeah I, gave him what he wanted yeah and so he was just getting that on the side and living his life and mm-hmm. he was he was never gonna change that no he was never gonna leave ariana for her he was never gonna do that yeah in the end it's Sounds like, like okay, five well, out we- of the six years of my life <laughs> i mean it's tom's mo like i said but also what frustrated me was sandoval talking to james and he goes you know the path i was on it wasn't a good path man Okay, well, number one, no shit. But number two, what about the path you're on now? Yeah, it's not. You, trade, it's you not traded that for better. this. What's what's better? Yeah, and it's like, what was so bad about the path? Yeah, like I don't, I just don't get. Nothing he does makes sense. Be, and he also, I don't think he ever is truly honest. I don't hear honesty and like intentionality and everything. I don't ever hear that come out of his mouth. I agree. It was a very weird scene. And I just, I don't know. I just, I, it's hard for me in my experience to see this grand best friendship that he and James speak of that they're like missing so much because I see that with Schwartz and Sandoval. And I just think that if they weren't on a show together, none of this would fucking matter. Yeah. But I don't know. But either way, it all comes down to Sandoval just not owning his shit whatsoever. So that's that. I want to talk about this lawsuit really fast this, because we read it on Instagram. It is just, I mean, it is absolutely unhinged. It the, doesn't even sound like a legit lawsuit. It honestly just sounds like she just wanted to say some shit in a legal document. Like, I know legally you can file any lawsuit you want. Mm-hmm. It can be frivolous and it can have no merit whatsoever, but you can file it because Correct. that is just your legal right. And then the judge can throw it out based on the legal merits and blah, blah, blah. Every single one of her things, except for possibly the... The The tape. Or the FaceTime that Tom Sandoval recorded of her, which I agree because I don't know. I don't talk to Raquel or Sandoval, but from what I remember and my knowledge, I don't believe he did have consent to record that. And I don't think she knew that he was doing that. And that is very fucked up. If someone did that to me, I would be livid, fucking livid. Something that is private should not ever Ever. be recorded without your knowledge. And California is a two-consent state. If people don't know that out there, like, for example, I know New York is a one-consent state. California is definitely two. But also, to our knowledge, it was never... Nobody distributed. Is, yeah, it was never distributed or sent. So, like, well, I don't, I don't know if that constitutes. Yes, she, he maybe illegally recorded it or whatever, right. but he didn't send it. Revenge porn is you then took it and maliciously were trying to do something. He just had it on his phone. So, I don't even know. Again, the and we're speaking in legal terms Correct. for this. Do you even have any ground to stand on with that? Right. And what bothered me, so that part, I, I just, as a woman, I stand by Oh, I get that. Anyone, yeah, me if, too. Same, if, same, if, same. If you were recorded without your knowledge at all, even for his own sake, whether it was given or distributed to anyone, I think it's pretty fucked up. For me, it, it bringing Ariana into this lawsuit, for me, it just felt so transparent that she was suing Ariana because Ariana's making money. 100%. Ariana and- got brand deals. Ariana took the opportunities that were handed to her and she instead of crawling into a hole and dying, she decided to live her life. And I feel like the only reason that Ariana is brought into this lawsuit is because Raquel's not making money on the show anymore. And Ariana is. And my thinking is, is like Raquel, you 
you blew up your life like this. Yes, yeah. you went to rehab, whatever. You are not redeeming yourself very well. You um, fucked your friend's boyfriend. Yeah. You blew up your life. Don't go, go trying to sue your friend who you screwed over. Right. Are and, you fucking crazy? And it's like, you didn't come back to the show, the show that would have paid, that paid you. Like, yeah. it to me, you blew up your life already. What are you going to do? Go work at McDonald's? Well, be a she's customer. also suing over the reunion. That is the thing that threw me the most. Yeah. You signed up for a reality show. And until you were in the mud, you didn't want to sue. Now, again, if Tom did what he did without consent, I get that part. But most of what I read in this lawsuit was fucking ridiculous they literally quoted ariana saying like you're a diabolical subhuman poo poo head was quoted every single yeah every single insult was quoted i would so, love to sue for every single insult that's come at me oh, if i could I, get money literally do we all go back right and watch pr- prior seasons of vanderpump rules to see what raquel has said about like me Anybody. about lala yeah. especially especially the two of us i'm trying to think of whoever else and i'm like oh remember when she said this this person was a whore fucking suing her you exactly. signed up for a reality show it wasn't fun no shit when you're on a reunion having to admit that you were a part of this cheating scandal. It's not fun, but you don't sue because someone called you an asshole. Exactly. And what were some of the other, I can't remember the, like they were like, and this is what we're suing. What were some of the other ones? I don't remember. Well, they had just, there's like seven of them or something. And each one was more ridiculous than the last. Oh, one of them was um, not name calling, but Oh, invasion of privacy. Yeah. Babe, you were on a reality show. What do you mean invasion of privacy? You signed a contract that said... Uh, you don't have privacy. You don't have privacy. <laughs> like, you did that for money, which is fine. Because mm-hmm. guess what? We we all do. Mm-hmm. We all did. And um, yep. that literally takes that veil of privacy away. We don't have it anymore. Right. Like, nothing about it made sense. It's it, just it like... It really didn't. It's like you realized you fucked up and couldn't get money and your whatever this whatever her little podcast that she's trying to do or did, I don't know, is she still doing it? I have no idea. I have no idea either. If oh that's not making money, oh Bethany's not going to pay you anymore. She's right. not going to pay you to be her lackey. Okay, well then you're going to sue. Like I feel like it's a last ditch effort to just keep her name alive. Yeah. For it no is reason. wild though, I will say I I found out that it was Brian Friedman who was the attorney and Brian Friedman is um, I don't know if you guys remember this from many months ago, but there was this huge TMZ thing that came out and Brian Friedman and another attorney, I cannot think of his name right now came out and said that they were suing NBC and Bravo on behalf of 50 plus different reality cast members, reality personalities. And there was like a slave law one of the things were there was thing there were things about like children being filmed on other shows that they weren't supposed to be doing. There's some pretty like crazy, pretty stuff. gnarly yeah. shit. But the fact that he's the one who has taken this on, it just I don't know. I need to see what more is to come. But as Ariana's friend, um, and as someone who's done reality TV for well over a decade, I think that there's just no ground to stand on for most of the shit she's talking about. Yeah, like zero ground, and also. Again, if Tom Sandoval can buy out the house, then he has money. Just sue him. <laughs> like, why are you going after Ariana? Again, it's desperate and it's pathetic. And yeah. it's like, 
girl, just own what happened just and move, move on with on. your life. Move yeah. on. Like, do you want this to define everything? Because you've made it your defining moment when you keep doing shit like this. Yeah. We start to forgive you. We start to like realize, you know, whatever. And then you pull some bullshit where you sue her. It's like, what is in her or Tom's mind? Like, I don't know. I just don't get it. And then the last accusation that is quite a fucking statement. um, And this is an accusation in the lawsuit that she alleges that James is in quote, an animal abuser. And this is in regards to Graham And it's saying that she took Graham, she gave Graham to her parents, Graham was very aggressive, and something along the lines of Graham like biting her mom to the bone, therefore they gave Graham to a no-kill shelter, he ended up at Vanderpump Dogs, etc. So as a huge animal advocate, as a dog mom, my dogs are everything to me, there are a lot of ways to go if you do have an aggressive dog, and it is all about the training and the parent, because dogs can be rehabbed and from my from what I remember they've had Graham since he was a puppy so they should have just had him in training to begin with when I adopted Bowie he was somewhere between six and eight years old this was seven and a half years ago and Bowie's a very small dog as well and Bowie had some aggression he had leash aggression he had aggression toward other dogs and the very first fucking thing I did was spend every dime that was necessary to have him trained to become more social, to become better with people, better with other dogs. And guess what? It worked. And Bowie is the nicest, docile. It just, like, if you're going to own a fucking dog, like, this isn't a Christmas present. Yeah, it's not a birthday present. Yeah. Put in the work. You can't send it back. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's quite the statement to insinuate that someone is a, quote, animal abuser. Yeah, um, and... I don't and, know how I feel about that. Again, I know for the 15th time, I know nothing about Raquel and James's relationship. I was not around for it. I wasn't around for their puppy baby shower or whatever puppy, that was. Yeah, whatever. Um, puppy party. But that's quite the statement. So that's all that for the time being. Um, and then kind of to end this, just for the timeliness, I don't. I think Zach nor I feel very comfortable discussing this, but just to acknowledge the giant elephant in social media and in the room is that Jackson Brittany decided to announce on their podcast that they are separating for the time being. And I've had a lot of people text me about this, friends and people DMing me, and my response will stay the same. Listen to the podcast, listen to what Brittany has to say or Jax has to say, and that's the answer. Period. I'm not here to yep. speak on their behalf. Speak on their behalf. Um, and we love and support them. And Yep. And they that's will. That's it. Yeah. And also, this is not a fucking... Okay, actually, yeah, if, if this is not for the other valley. person says, yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever. So many people said that, and I'm like, why would they ever do that? No one would do a stunt like that. Maybe they're, I, and maybe I'm missing something because I don't. Sorry, I don't watch Bravo and I don't watch a ton of reality TV. I have just the particular shows I watch. So maybe there is someone that has done this in the past, or maybe there's maybe there's some merit to it that like people are reaching back to like remember when so and so from housewives did this thing right or something of that nature i'm not familiar with that but for the love of god you guys these are my our best friends my best friends they're going through something right now i was surprised i didn't know that they were going to announce it on the podcast until zach and i literally landed back at lax and we saw it on social media i had no idea that this was coming out yeah. but we have known about it 
And that's just a choice that Jackson Britt made for themselves, their marriage, their relationship, and for their family. But please stop making the shitty comments and hounding them and saying that they're doing this for press or to like push the Valley show. It's absolutely bananas. Yeah. Bananas that someone would think that about number one, them, but just like who would do that? Yeah. And anyone in general, it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe people have done it in the past, but I promise you that is not what's going on right now. And, um, having all eyes on you at all times, Waiting, I feel like sometimes viewers and people on social media are like waiting for people to make a mistake. Yep. And it's really difficult because we did sign up for reality, right? We did sign up to have eyes on us. But when things don't go swimmingly, it's just really hard to have people then second guess your motives. Yeah. For something that is for being honest. Yeah. For being honest, which is crazy to me. So. That's where also, we will leave it. Oh, our Valley trailer came out. Oh yeah, well, in our oh well, the real no, oh the tra- oh the teaser. The, yeah, I guess oh, it's my called God. a meet Thanks the cast. Thanks for bringing that up. I was I was wondering. I thought you were going to bring it up, but then I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to bring it up. Yeah. So I when it came out, Zach and I were at the air sculpt offices. I was about to go into my procedure, so I didn't really have the time or the moment to be like posting or talking about it. But very cool teaser. I'm so glad. I I'm so I wish. I don't know. I won't say I wish anything. It. I'm. I'm very happy with it. I think we all were very happy yeah. with how it turned out. I wish there was a little more of Jasmine on it. That's what I wish. Me too. I don't want to be finicky or nitpicky because you know we have a really wild season to come. But and I do we have wish- a trailer to come too. So yeah. and Jasmine will 100% be in the trailer mm-hmm. way more. But um, and the show's coming out so fucking soon. Less than three weeks. We've been working on this for so long, you guys. Ah. For so long. But to see that, finally to see that meet the cast, and mm-hmm. for me specifically to have like, oh my God, it's there. It's fine. Like it's, things it's are coming. It's real. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's tangible. I can't We're believe really it's excited, like finally so. coming out. Yeah. So anyway, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Luke is in Colorado, but we will be coming out with an episode of Sex Love ASAP. And I think we've finally decided on our new podcast podcast name for Luke and I. So that will also be coming out in the next couple of weeks. It's tough, you know, like you start this thing, you have your baby, and then as time goes on, we're like, "Mm, we kind of put ourselves into a little bit of a hole and it's a little too niche for us because we want to be able to talk about other things now that our relationship is developed. And that's why we're changing the name. But um, yeah, please like rate five stars as always subscribe drop me an email dm send away comments um anything you want to know about the valley or anything else and we will talk to you soon thanks for having me on thanks for coming on zachary (laughs) binks all right love you guys bye make sure to follow us on social media you can follow me on all platforms at Kristen doty and follow luke on instagram at luke double underscore broderick be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single wednesday thanks for listening see you next week seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.